The following program is being brought to you on the Seventh Wave Network. For more information about our network and to check our additional show hosts and topics of interest, please visit SeventhWaveNetwork.com. The Voice America Talk Radio Network is the worldwide leader in live Internet talk radio. Visit VoiceAmerica.com. The views and ideas expressed on the following program are strictly those of the host or guests and do not necessarily reflect the views and ideas held by the Voice America Talk Radio Network, its staff, and management. Welcome to Awakening to Conscious Co-Creation with your host, Peter Tong. This program will provide the groundwork you need to advance your awareness and be involved in the approaching transformation in consciousness. Now, your host, Peter Tong. Hello and welcome to Awakening to Conscious Co-Creation. I'm your host, Peter Tong. Thank you for joining us today. The intention in these episodes is to give you insights into how the planet is shifting in frequency and vibration to a new level of awareness and how you can be part of this grand awakening. We're certainly in a powerful time with the energies of the full moon in Aquarius, the sun in Leo, and a lunar eclipse all taking place today. We are really fortunate to have someone with us who is very capable of interpreting these influences. My guest, Bob Ayres is an alchemical astrologer. Bob, welcome to the show. Thank you, Peter. So I'm sure people have heard of astrology and astrologers, and they know what they are, and probably fewer know about alchemy, and you are an alchemical astrologer. Perhaps you could explain what you mean by that. Yeah, no, I'd be happy to. Um, When we talk about astrology and on a personal level or even a collective level, whether it's a nation or that it's more practical at a personal level, when we have a natal chart, it will give the life plan and the karma of the individual. And it's kind of a road map for the individual in terms of their growth and evolution to achieve the goal of enlightenment. And if we understand how to work with it, then we're going to find that the very nature of life is transformational, and if we consciously are working with these parts of ourselves, uh, we can find that we can accelerate our personal growth and evolution of consciousness. Alchemy is an ancient art and science which has to do with transformation. And when we incorporate that into astrology, it becomes very powerful in terms of guiding the individual through uh, the growth and evolution of consciousness. And basically healing their old negative self-sabotaging patterns and enhancing their positive creative patterns, which we can speak of in karmic terms. Thank you very much, Jay. So it's all about transformation and shifting into higher consciousness and connecting with the planetary alignments to support us in that. Yeah, and, and that is ongoing. A person is born with a particular pattern, which is at the time that they are born, we can look at the natal chart or talk about it from the standpoint of a freeze frame of where the stars and planets were at the time a person was born. And that all has meaning. And But then, of course, on an ongoing basis, the planets and stars continue to move. And as they continue to move, they make 
alignments with the individual's chart or life plan that then create opportunities or challenges to be taken advantage of in terms of the acceleration of that growth in consciousness. So, so tell us a little bit about the um, influences of today, the full moon in Aquarius, Sun in Leo with the lunar eclipse. What, what does that mean? Well, uh, we're, when we look at eclipses overall, we're going to find that they're kind of cosmic exclamation points. They tend to be intensifications of the planetary and star alignments of that particular time. And usually we're going to find that every six months, uh, eclipses happen in pairs at new and full moon. And we'll get solar eclipses at new moon and lunar eclipses at full moon. And the, the sun is that which really relates to our spiritual identity and the conscious unfoldment of our higher spiritual self. The moon or the soul relates to that aspect which relates more to the subconscious mind, that process or part of ourselves which is very much evolving and unfolding. So when we have a solar eclipse, it's an exclamation point or an intensification of certain alignments uh, at the particular time of the eclipse that are accentuated that really um, intensify whatever process is going on. The same is true when we have a lunar eclipse, but the focus is more on the level of the soul or the subconscious mind. This time is unique in that we actually have three eclipses lined up where they usually happen in pairs. We're going to find that a month ago we had a lunar eclipse, then two weeks later it was followed by a solar eclipse, which is now followed two weeks later by another lunar eclipse. And so this particular period is one that's been marked by a great deal of intensity in that this is a full moon lunar eclipse in Aquarius, then it is emphasizing Aquarian energies. And when we talk about the sun in Leo, each one of these eclipses falls within a particular polarity of signs of the zodiac. If we were to combine the Leo-Aquarius polarity, from a spiritual standpoint, it embodies the principle of what is known as creative love. Leo would express that creative love on a more personal level, Aquarius would express that creative love more on a universal level or community level. And so part of this eclipse is to stimulate, activate, motivate all of us in terms of connecting with that creative love and being able to give expression to it in a more outward societal manner. And the actual keyword for this particular um, lunar eclipse is inspiration. And so the deeper intent is to inspire us to a more expanded state of heart and mind, which is contained within Aquarius, which is really that sign of the zodiac that rule, rules uh, the ideal society and enlightenment and cosmic consciousness. Well, that's a great, uh, a great description in, in a few words. So is, there, <laughs> is there anything people should actually do today? to align themselves in this way? Yeah, I mean, it, it's, it's a time overall, as, as, as we continue to, to, to talk today, it is a time overall It's very significant in terms of balancing out the intense materialism of our society with um, an energizing and a refocusing in terms of our spirituality. So it's very inner in its orientation in terms of meditation and in terms of 
yoga and various technologies of consciousness that bring us into a more proper balance and alignment with the spiritual realities and the material realities because ultimately we have to bring all of this into balance and harmonization and integration both within ourselves and within society. So now is an excellent time to be reminded and to give that additional attention to our inner spiritual life. Now, it's great that you mentioned the material aspect of life because what the main focus of the show actually is to talk about what has taken place through the financial crisis over the last couple of years and that materialism uh, breakdown. And you also have a, a business background, and I, I'm, I know that you saw this financial crisis coming ahead of time. How, did, how early did you know? When did you know that things were going to change? Well, um, I was giving classes and writing articles uh, about this financial crisis um, three-plus years ago. And uh, both because of my business and investment bank background, but also because of my background in astrology, um, was really concerned about some of the things that I saw developing. And so it was something I started speaking out about. Um, and, you know, those that listened, uh, you know, are, are my clients and students are in very good shape. And... Uh, those that didn't uh, have come back subsequently, and we're we've been in the process of repositioning them, and and kind of fine tuning and cleaning things up for them from a financial and material standpoint. And what what were the uh, what were the things that you saw happening in the world that that triggered your awareness that there was something that was going to happen? Well, if we look at it just from a business or material standpoint. It was becoming clear to me that the process of deregulation that really began back in the Reagan era and accelerated through time was uh, going to be a problem because when we really study and understand capitalism, we are going to find that it is its basis or its nature is boom-bust, meaning that it goes in cycles that uh, are extreme where uh, the principle of expansion and the principle of contraction are inherent within these cycles just as they are within all of life. And then also, so, so when we saw during the past eight years during the Bush administration that, that the federal, uh, and state entities that are supposed to regulate various aspects of the financial industry were being, uh, manned by people that really didn't believe ideologically in regulation and that business was really being allowed to do whatever it wanted, then it was kind of like pouring gasoline on the fire. Then in addition to that, as a result of the terrorist attacks of uh, September 11th, the Federal Reserve, which is in charge of overall monetary policy and is really the heart of the banking system, and the banking system is the heart of the economic system, through their... um, responsibility in terms of setting financial and monetary policy, the Fed lowered interest rates to an extremely low degree in order to overcome the shock that really uh, was was felt throughout the world and also uh, affected the economic system in terms of a significant slowdown and fear in terms of the state of the economy and the vulnerability of the United States from a number of different standpoints, the Fed responded by lowering interest rates in order to stimulate uh, 
financial activity because when we lower interest rates, it stimulates um, economic activity in that money is cheaper, uh, it costs less to borrow, and therefore our ability to borrow money and cost less allows us to grow our businesses and, and invest in, in ways that really should result in the growth of the economy. And that was a but good Bob, thing. I'm going to have to stop you there because we're, we're about to go to break. So okay. what I'm going to want you to do is to continue with this very interesting discussion and also bring in the astrological aspects I will. of the crisis uh, after break. So this is Peter Tung, the special guest, Bob Ayres, and we'll, we'll be back shortly. Be Extraordinary. Seventh Wave Network. How do we walk our true spiritual path at a time when the Western world is fixated on material gain? More people are now recognizing the emptiness, which comes with this limited approach to life. There is another way. Four years ago, Peter Tung left his position as a high school principal with 30 years experience in the education system and turned to his true calling of a metaphysical life. He now uses his experience and wisdom to provide solutions to personal and organizational challenges. Peter offers corporate workshops and seminars, public meditations, radio interviews, healing sessions, and community visits to bring awareness of the new paradigm, the awakening to conscious co-creation. Visit PeterTongue.com today to register for events and to purchase his transformative visualization meditation CDs. You can also download the meditation CDs as MP3s if you wish for listening on your computer or on the go. These are available now at PeterTongue.com. Being here with Ariel and Shia Kane is an ordinary person's guide to modern-day enlightenment. This show is an exciting exploration which opens the door to living in the moment. Don't miss being here. Tune in every Wednesday at 9 a.m. Pacific, 12 noon Eastern with Ariel and Shia Kane right here on the 7th Wave Network. What's it like? What's it like? It's lonely. It's really lonely. I miss my brother. I miss my brother. I'm surrounded by other people, but it's not the same. I've got other people around me, but it's not the same. It's pretty scary, but I don't let it rattle pretty me. scary around here, but I don't let it rattle me. You always have to watch your back. There's no one to watch my back. I spend my whole day worried who's out to get me. I'm always me. wondering who's out to get me. But I can take care of myself. But I can take care of myself. No matter what, I'll keep my head up. No matter what, I'll keep my head up. It's not like I have a choice. It's not like I have a choice. This will all be over in five years, three months, and 17 days. This will all be over in five years, three months, and 17 days. Go to jail for a gun crime and your family serves a sentence with you. Something to think about before committing a gun crime. Gun crimes hit home. This message brought to you by Project Safe Neighborhoods and the Ad Council. The new home for visionary positive change. Seventh Wave Network. You're listening to Awakening to Conscious Co-Creation with Peter Tong. 
If you have a question for Peter or comment on this series, please send an email to descendingdove at gmail.com. That's descendingdove at gmail.com. Now back to our program. Welcome back to Awakening to Conscious Co-Creation with your host, Peter Tung. And today we have with us Bob Ayers, an alchemical astrologer. And in the first segment, Bob was explaining to us about the financial crisis that we've just gone through from a business perspective. And I'm going to ask Bob now to just summarize the business aspect and then bring us into the astrological aspects that were relevant to this situation. Okay, Peter. Yeah, um, we mentioned deregulation and then also low interest rates for a long period of time to where money um, became so inexpensive that there was an expansion of borrowing to a significant level at all levels, whether it was personal or corporate or governmental. And the debt levels rose to uh, significantly scary degrees. And the, the principle of leverage really in the, in the markets, whether it's the stock markets or the real estate markets, etc., started creating unrealistic prices and values. And then it started to collapse in that the weakest loans um, started to default, which was the subprime loans, and then we start seeing a backwards movement of defaults on debt at every level, um, individually, corporately, mortgages, business loans, and then it is still ongoing, and it's spreading more and more through the financial system to where we have a worldwide process of deleveraging which really is reducing um, costs, which is a very potentially deep deflationary cycle. The government has come in with stimulus plans and bailouts, etc. That is temporarily um, balancing that or slowing the process down, but it still will keep on going. If we look at this from an astrological standpoint, um, and again, addressing your original question, one of the things that I had been seeing for some time, uh, some years, was that the planet Pluto was going to be entering into the sign of the zodiac Capricorn for the first time in 250 years. Pluto's cycle is a 250-year cycle. And Pluto is the archetype of the magician and related back to transformation and alchemy. It rules alchemy and transformation. And it works through a process of death and rebirth. or It destroys the old in order to give birth to the new. It's very intense, it's very powerful, and it can be quite destructive. The thing about Capricorn is that it is the sign of the zodiac of all 12 signs of the zodiac that rules the power and authority structures and institutions of society that are therefore establishing the orderliness of social activity. Capricorn is what rules business and politics. It rules government in the financial system, the corporate system, etc. And so when we see Pluto, this very intense planet of death and rebirth, entering into Capricorn for the first time in 250 years, we would tend to expect that there would be significant and drastic changes that would be uh, happening to the established order. And that's exactly what happened. Pluto entered into Capricorn in January of 2008, and precipitated um, the initial collapse through February of 2009. 
And then we are, and it was another thing that we called and have been calling, the bear market rally that we are currently in, which began in March of 2009 and goes through September of 2009. And that has to do with the planet Jupiter, the planet of uh, expansion and abundance and happiness and optimism and self-confidence, and the planet Neptune, the planet of spirituality and idealism, coming together in the sign of the zodiac Aquarius for the first time in 250 years. That, excuse me, first time in 165 years. And in the U.S. chart, the chart of the United States, this Jupiter-Neptune conjunction falls on the moon of the U.S. natal chart. And the moon is that planet that rules the U.S. chart and is kind of symbolic of the soul of the American people, which goes really into the whole principles of freedom and liberation and originality and creativity and, a, and the intention of establishing an ideal society based on brotherly love. It goes to the very destiny of our country. And this was activated, this is activating for a temporary period of time from May of 2009 through February of 2010. Very positive aspects or karmas in the U.S. chart that are really behind this um, wave of optimism where many people really feel that we have hit bottom. We've seen the worst. We're in the process of rebuilding and uh, that, that, that things are, people are jumping back into the markets and economic activity is picking up. But it's going to be temporary. That's why it's called a bear market rally. Because we talk about bear markets, bear markets are down markets, bull markets are up markets. And when we talk about markets, they are really the collective consciousness of mankind about how they feel about the future. And so when we're in a bull market, the overall feeling is of optimism and self-confidence and expansion and abundance and growth for the future. When we're in a bear market, it's fear and pessimism and really not being very, well, being rather pessimistic about the future. And we find that that's the principle of contraction. Well, Capricorn, of all the signs of the zodiac, is that sign of the zodiac of contraction and fear and bear markets. When Pluto enters into Capricorn, it's intense fear and intense contraction. And Pluto will be in Capricorn, transiting through it, for the next 17 years, or for a total of 17 years. We're a year and a half into it right now. So we have 15 and a half more years to this. So do I feel we've hit bottom? No, I, am, I do not feel that we've hit bottom. And basically, if we look astrologically, we're going to be seeing that beginning in November of 2009, there's going to be a further uh, alignment of planets, which is going to make things extremely difficult. And so far... All that we have experienced is Pluto entering Capricorn without any really additional negative aspects. We're going to find beginning in November of 2009, the planet Saturn, which is the ruler of Capricorn, is coming into a square aspect with Pluto, and that is going to intensify the fear, the contraction, and negative news. That really is going to begin to precipitate the second phase of the financial and economic meltdown. As we get more into August of 2010, we're going to see an alignment that's unprecedented in that we are going to see that the planet Uranus is going to come into a square aspect with this transiting Pluto and oppose natal Saturn. 
is that the planet Jupiter is going to conjunct natal Uranus and oppose natal Saturn, or excuse me, transiting Saturn and squaring transiting Pluto. The planet Mars is going to conjunct natal uh, transiting Saturn and square this Pluto and oppose Uranus, Jupiter. And here, this is what's called a T-cross in astrology. And it is a very, very intense crisis-based negative configuration of just incredible power. Even just a couple of these planets, we can go back, the last time that they occurred was during the French Revolution back in the 1780s when French society really fell apart, was turned upside down, the beheading of Louis the Sixteenth and Marie Antoinette, what unfolded is what is known as the Terror, where Robespierre took over, and we really find, uh, you know, the, the the takeover, if you will, of uh, by terror of the society and a total transformation where government, religion, uh, seasonal things were changed, etc. But that is just one indication. The the crisis will be multi-layered. It has potential for geopolitical issues. It definitely would result in an intensification of negative economic news. That uh, and also when we look at it in terms of the Federal Reserve's chart and remembering that the Federal Reserve is the heart of the banking system and the banking system is the heart of the economic system, we would tend to say that most likely the Federal Reserve is going to melt down. They've already used their tools. And they've been somewhat effective, but not very effective in terms of getting us out of this mess. As things get worse, they really don't have many options to try to combat the acceleration of the downward trend financially and economically. Now, I, I, there's, there's a ton of information you've just given us, and we're coming up to our next break. So what we need to do after the break is to see what we actually as individuals and as humanity need to do to uh, make sure that we are in the right and perfect place as this unfolds. Um, but, but just very quickly, um, Pluto was demoted as a planet just before it began this incredible influence. What, what's your comment on that? Yeah, no, it's very interesting. And, and science has its own viewpoint, and uh, uh, and it would be something that I disagree with. And it's very timely that you, you bring up that question. Um, oftentimes we will find certain forces and influences uh, within society and within the institutionalized tru- structure of society would try to deflect people's awareness or attention from things that are very significant and important. And we can say it's serendipitous that just a short time before the uh, very prominent influence of Pluto would be becoming very central that uh, certain individuals within positions of authority kind of uh, demote Pluto from being a planet because of its size, but uh, let me assure you that it is going to really be um, parading its energy and consciousness and all its glory here in uh, in these next few years. <laughs> That's a wonderful answer, Bob, because I, I totally <laughs> agree with you in terms of it was amazing how that timing worked. So we're coming up to our, our next break, and we're having a fascinating discussion with Bob Ayers about the financial crisis and the astrological aspects. And on our return, I'm going to ask Bob to tell us what we need to do as members of humanity at what clearly is a critical time in the evolution of the planet and the way that it's moving forward. This is your host for Awakening to Conscious Co-Creation. Peter Tone will be back shortly. 
taking you to the threshold of a dream and beyond. Seventh Wave Network. Dad, can I ask you something? Sure, what's up? Um, there's this girl I kind of like. Well, if there's one thing I know, it's women. Really? Well, they didn't call me velvet for nothing. I don't get it. Smooth. I was smooth. Oh. Anyway, it's easy. You just got to impress her. Show her how strong you are. Okay, but how? Just, I don't know, pick up a lot of heavy things around her. Like what? I don't know, desks, chairs, people. Grunt, if you have to. Grunt? Yeah, be like, Ugh! Try it. Ugh! Ugh! <laughs> See, there you go. And you should dress up. Start wearing a shirt and tie. I'll look like a dork. No, you'll look successful. Okay. And finally, you can start using my cologne. <clears throat> the ladies love it, so don't be shy. Splash it on. Thanks, Dad. You don't have to be perfect to be a perfect parent. When you adopt a child from foster care, just being there makes all the difference. To find out how you can adopt, please visit our website at adoptuskids.org or call 1-888-200-4005. A public service announcement brought to you by Adopt US Kids, the U.S. Department of Health and Human Services, and the Ad Council. How do we walk our true spiritual path at a time when the Western world is fixated on material gain? More people are now recognizing the emptiness which comes with this limited approach to life. There is another way. Four years ago, Peter Tung left his position as a high school principal with 30 years experience in the education system and turned to his true calling of a metaphysical life. He now uses his experience and wisdom to provide solutions to personal and organizational challenges. Peter offers corporate workshops and seminars, public meditations, radio interviews, healing sessions, and community visits to bring awareness of the new paradigm, the awakening to conscious co-creation. Visit PeterTong.com today to register for events and to purchase his transformative visualization meditation CDs. You can also download the meditation CDs as MP3s if you wish for listening on your computer or on the go. These are available now at PeterTongue.com. Tune in to Inner Speak Soul Adventures Talk Radio Show every Tuesday evening at 5 p.m. Pacific Time, 8 Eastern, and learn how to let go of your past and create the reality you desire and deserve, allowing your inner communication to take place more easily without the interference of our noisy mind chatter or your ego. Inner Speak Soul Adventures with Gene Adrian, right here on the Seventh Wave Network. Listening on a higher dimension, Seventh Wave Network. listening to Awakening to Conscious Co-Creation with Peter Tong. If you have a question for Peter or comment on this series, please send an email to descendingdove at gmail.com. That's descendingdove at gmail.com. Now back to our program. Welcome back to Awakening to Conscious Co-Creation with your host, Peter Tong. And today we have Bob Ayers with us, who is an alchemical astrologer. Bob, in the last section, you, you mentioned the U.S. natal chart. Perhaps you could just explain to our listeners what that is. Yes, um, Peter. The, the, every country, and we can do this for a corporation. We can, basically, one can do a chart for just about anything, even an idea. But we will find that there are natal charts for the birth of every country, just as we could do a chart for the birth of a corporation or a business, whatever. 
And when we look to the birth of our country, it's it's defined by July 4th, 1776. And there is a chart for the United States, and it is like a birth chart of the nation. Just as we would have a birth chart for an individual, we also have a birth chart for the nation. And so we can look at that. We can see the destiny. We can see the good karma, the negative karma. And then, as we had mentioned in the beginning of, of the show, then the ongoing movement of the planets, what are called the transits, then at particular times will activate certain parts of the natal chart in both positive and negative ways. And we can really kind of see what is unfolding with an individual or a country in terms of its ongoing destiny. So that is is, is you know, the, the U.S. natal chart. Well, thank you. Mm-hmm. Now, you were talking about the financial situation and the fact that the crisis is not yet over as a result of these other influences and aspects coming up. So, so what are your recommendations uh, that people do with their money, if they have any, <laughs> and how they manage this financial situation in the future? Well, um, what I have been telling my clients, and for some time, there would be this bear market rally, and I look at it as a time to sell uh, stocks and real estate um, because they are going to be in the next couple of months. We want to sell by the end of September, and uh, they are going to be the best prices we're going to see for probably about the next 15 years because we will most likely see another 50-plus percent drop in the stock market and another probably 30 to 40 to possibly 50% drop still in the real estate market. So we want to get our money out of those markets and put it in cash or cash equivalents, FDIC-insured certificates of deposit in the bank, FDIC-insured money market funds, and also a certain percentage, 25% is what I generally recommend in terms of gold and silver just in case a worst-case scenario happens of the collapse of the dollar and of a collapse of the financial system, which is not an unrealistic possibility. So it's primarily a time to sell, to get into cash, to pull out of the markets so that you don't lose more money. And this will be the high point or the best time to sell over the next two months. Okay, thank you. Now, um, again, because you're working on a cosmological level, there must be a bigger picture behind all of this that's taking place. So can you talk to us about what what is really going on? Yes, yes. No, and I'd, I'd be more than happy to, Peter. Um, this is what I have uh, kind of defined, but it isn't just me. It's, it's, it is a world initiation. There is very cosmic spiritual forces behind all of these material events. And we have to remember that we're spiritual beings in the material world and that the primary program that we as spiritual beings are involved in is that of evolution of consciousness. And what has transpired, and if we take this 250-year cycle of of Pluto, for example, we're going to find that 250 years ago was when Adam Smith wrote Wealth of Nations, which has really become kind of the Bible of capitalism. And we're kind of going to be going through a process of death and rebirth of the capitalist system in a more enlightened form of it unfolding. Um, But when we talk of initiation, it is about an expansion of consciousness. This is a word that probably most people are not that familiar with. But in the ancient world, there was initiation that was a process of acceleration of the development of consciousness that was done on a one-on-one basis in terms of the temple with the master. 
we, as of 2,000 years ago, entered a different time and a different type of initiation, which is that initiation is now available to every human being within the context of our personal daily lives. And it happens, when we talk about initiation, it's a time of trials and testing and tribulation. It's about a death and rebirth process. Pluto is one of the initiators. And it is then about dying to an old way of seeing and thinking to be reborn to a whole other level of consciousness. So when we talk about this Pluto entering Capricorn, Capricorn is the sign of the zodiac of the established order that really has to do with the concentrations of power based on money. And it is directly connected with our economic system. And we will find that the few really have the power over the many in terms of concentrations of wealth and power. This, if we want to look at the divine plan, is not really the way God designed it. He did not design life on earth for us to be living in want and poverty. There's more than enough for everyone, and there it has to do with the distribution of the wealth and abundance of the physical material world. And we as spiritual beings have a genuine need, and part of our program is learning how to master this dense physical material reality and really be comfortable with creating wealth and abundance in our lives. And we're finding that the economic system that exists now is no longer conducive or supportive of the expansion of consciousness or the unfoldment of the rising Christ consciousness that is the central theme and central event of the times in which we live. We will find that since 1932, this has been a fact, and that the rising Christ consciousness is, this phase is to last for the next 300 years. And we're going to find that now this is available, this Christ consciousness is available to every individual through turning within through their heart. Um, the Christ consciousness unfolds through the heart chakra, the heart center. And it is the next phase in human evolution, which has to do with unfolding love on a qualitative level that is very, very different than what people um, are familiar with. And it's connected with that is the principle of wisdom. So the principle is that of love wisdom that is inherent within the Christ consciousness. And honestly, there isn't really a problem out there in the world that we are facing that cannot be healed and correctly adjusted to through the unfoldment or the expansion of awareness of love wisdom. And so, uh, unfortunately, we're going to find that most people become very attached to the status quo, to the way things are, and have a deep fear in terms of the unknown or change. And there's no question that we are in a time of intense, dramatic change to where the actual structure of our society is going to go through a death and rebirth process to open up the opportunity for individuals and the societies to really unfold new levels and qualities of consciousness of love wisdom that really are the next step and stage evolutionarily in terms of the unfoldment of consciousness. So that was really interesting, the, uh, the words and language you've just been using, because I'm, I'm in San Francisco at the moment, and there is a significant uh, real estate conference, Innovative Technology and, and Real Estate, called the Inman Conference, 
And this afternoon at 4.30, I have an interview with Brad Inman, who runs the con- convention, talking about heart-centered real estate. <laughs> <laughs> I have no idea how the audience of about 1,500 people are going to be responding to this concept. But obviously what you've just said is exactly what we are supposed to be doing in the future. Well, that's perfect because what you are doing and what you're wanting to introduce through um, real estate is exactly the trend of the future in terms of all of business and the economic system and all of society. And um, there's there's many shifts and changes. I mean, one of the frameworks within which I, I really talk about this subject um, is as a paradigm shift. And from an astrological standpoint, it's a paradigm shift from the Capricorn paradigm to the Aquarius paradigm, because where does Pluto, this initiator, go, this alchemical transformative energy go, after it has finished its 17-year transit through Capricorn? It enters into Aquarius. And we're going to find that for a 17-year period, then Pluto is going to enter into the sign of the zodiac Aquarius, and it's going to enliven and empower this, these Aquarian ideals and values. Not that the Aquarian age will have unfolded by that time, because that's not for another 300 years. But think of it as a 17-year period of establishing in seed form the prototypes for that which will unfold through time. And what you were doing, what you were just sharing, is really a pioneering effort, if you will, in terms of uh, being part of that transformation. So I think what you're doing is excellent. Well, thanks, Bob. So we're just coming up to our, our next break, and so after this break, I'm going to ask Bob to spend some time talking about what we as individuals need to do to remain centered and calm and moving forward on our path as we shift through this bumpy ride of the collapse of the old way of doing things through all of the institutionalized systems of the of the church, of schools, of the financial, all the structures that have been uh, in existence for a long time, which have in many ways uh, been c- controlled and corrupted by uh, the, the male energies of, uh, of the planet. And as we shift back into balance through this bumpy little ride, how we are all going to manage ourselves and feel comfortable and calm and confident in the future. This is Peter Tung going to break, and we'll be back with Bob Ayers shortly. Taking you to the threshold of a dream and beyond. Seventh Wave Network. Experience higher love, an archangelic journey into ascended joy and authentic living. Your hosts, Sri Ram Ka and Kira Ra, will assist you to open your heart, expand your love, and be ever-present with true joy. Your journey with Sri and Kira begins right here on the 7th Wave Network with Higher Love, Wednesdays at 5 p.m. Pacific, 8 p.m. Eastern. How do we walk our true spiritual path at a time when the Western world is fixated on material gain? More people are now recognizing the emptiness, which comes with this limited approach to life. 
There is another way. Four years ago, Peter Tong left his position as a high school principal with 30 years experience in the education system and turned to his true calling of a metaphysical life. He now uses his experience and wisdom to provide solutions to personal and organizational challenges. Peter offers corporate workshops and seminars, public meditations, radio interviews, healing sessions, and community visits to bring awareness of the new paradigm. The Awakening to Conscious Co-Creation. Visit PeterTongue.com today to register for events and to purchase his transformative visualization meditation CDs. You can also download the meditation CDs as MP3s if you wish for listening on your computer or on the go. These are available now at PeterTongue.com. When you have a stroke, you may not even notice it right away. But then... Time passes, and the symptoms get worse. One minute you feel fine, and the next, your speech could be slurred or not make sense. One side of your body might become numb. You might see double. You drop the TV remote because you can't hold up your arm. That's because, after a stroke, every minute you don't get help is another minute that your brain is being starved of oxygen. The warning signs of a stroke include sudden numbness or weakness of the face, arm, or leg, sudden trouble seeing, speaking, or understanding. If you experience any of these warning signs, call 911 immediately, because time lost is brain lost. Visit strokeassociation.org or call 1-888-4-STROKE today. A public service announcement from the American Stroke Association and the Ad Council. Be extraordinary. Seventh Wave Network. You're listening to Awakening to Conscious Co-Creation with Peter Tong. If you have a question for Peter or comment on this series, please send an email to descendingdove at gmail.com. That's descendingdove at gmail.com. Now back to our program. Welcome back to Awakening to Conscious Co-Creation with your host, Peter Tongue. And today we have with us Bob Ayers, an alchemical astrologer who's giving us a fascinating insight into what is happening in the world today and what is to come. So perhaps, Bob, you could now talk to our listeners about what they can do as individuals or what they need to do to stay happy and healthy and alive during these challenging times. Yeah, that's an excellent question, uh, Peter. One of the things that we will all be facing is that there will be an increasing uh, general feeling of fear. Capricorn itself rules fear, and when Pluto's in it, then it can become intense fear. But we want to be reminded of cosmic laws or principles. And just to put it rather succinctly and clearly, life is change. Change has a direction towards more and more, or what we call growth and evolution. When we look at the processes and break down the processes of change, they are processes of death and rebirth. And the principle of death is releasing and letting go out of our life that which no longer serves us. Think of it as kind of house cleaning and releasing this. And then that creates energetically the space for the rebirth 
or the new to unfold. And this process is taking place every day in a 24-hour period. When we go to sleep at night, is a microcosmic death. When we wake up in the morning, it's a microcosmic birth. We can look at it from a seasonal standpoint. These are cosmic laws of the rhythms of life. And so one of the things is to understand that we are in a time of dynamic change and that the bigger picture is that we are moving evolutionarily towards more and more and that we have to move beyond fear of change and because here is the basic fundamental of life is change towards more and more or growth, yet most people innately fear change. So we have kind of a... Uh, a tension, a dynamic here that needs to be released where we really embrace change. We look forward to it. We have a deeper understanding that in in terms of the unfoldment of the divine plan that there's a whole more beautiful future that's in the process of unfolding. Second is to really then align with these principles of love wisdom and in a break, so that we are part of the solution, not part of the problem. The people that stay attached to the old ways are the ones that will suffer the most because they refuse to let go of that which is dying, which just increases uh, the pain, if you will. But to the degree that through free will choice we embrace the new and move into the future based on these Aquarian principles that really have to do with originality and creativity and genius and the golden rule, do unto others as you would have them do unto you, that we truly are our brother's keeper and that we are all in this together, that we are here to help each other and reach out to each other and to the degree that we are really able to do that. We create community based upon these more enlightened principles that have to do with creating win-win situations and, and reducing competition to cooperation and really becoming more aligned with a mindset and values that really are more about um, living in harmony with the earth and our fellow man as opposed to being in a, in, in a more predatory, exploitive kind of posture in terms of nature and humanity, which are very much inherent in our current system. But, of course, of all of those, that which is the most important, and what we kind of mentioned at the beginning of, of the program, is that this, we are in a phase of intense materialism where material values have become prominent and predominant and very, very intense. And we need to balance that out in our individual lives in terms of cultivating and nurturing and unfolding our true inner spirituality. And when we talk about that from a practical standpoint, we're talking about meditation, we're talking about yoga, we're talking about prayer, we're talking about orienting our attention and awareness in an inner manner to these deeper realities of our being of soul and spirit. And attention is is that which is the power of consciousness. And when we whatever we put our attention on grows. And as we shift our attention from being totally absorbed in outer materialism to shifting it in an inner way to soul and spirit and, and unfolding the inherent love wisdom that is the nature of the soul and spirit, we're going to find that those qualities of consciousness grow within us. And then automatically, when we come out of that meditation, that it, it, it affects our every thought, feeling, and action. We carry that in, out into the world, and we find that those influences then are spread in a very practical and dynamic way in our actions, 
in our daily life. Bob, that was an unbelievably good answer. I'm glad, it, I'm glad this is going to be archived. <laughs> <laughs> I think you summed it up. <laughs> well, I, I'm glad it's going to be archived. Brilliant. Thank you. <laughs> now, we're actually coming up to the end of the show, believe it or not. And so what I want to do is give you the opportunity of letting the listeners know how they can connect with you, how they can get personal readings with you, or come to any of your group uh, meetings or seminars. Just, just tell us how they can connect with you. Yeah, the primary way is that I have a website uh, who's, and how you connect with that website is astrologicalalchemy.com. And on the website um, will be my current articles. It will also be my current classes. But there's also, I have also archived too, uh, many, many classes over the years that are actually in a week or so going to be downloadable directly from the website. But also available in terms of CDs. And there will be announcements there about upcoming classes that people can uh, um, participate in if they're in the Lake Tahoe area where I live. Um, but if they are not able to do that, they can get them through CDs or downloading through the website. And then in terms of personal readings, which is what I do every day, um, my phone number, you can also do it through the website, through astrologicalalchemy.com. But also, I can be contacted through my phone number, which is area code 530-550-1118. Let me repeat that again. My phone number for contacts is area code 530-550-1118. And thank you so much, Bill. I have to say, I've had a private reading with Bob, and he is sensational. He knows exactly what he's doing. So, Bob, thank you so much for giving us this wonderful insight of uh, what has happened and why it's happening and what we need to do. It's been a really wonderful opportunity for our listeners to get the perspective of a very gifted astrological uh, astrologer. <laughs> An alchemical <laughs> Thank, Thank you, you so much. So much. I appreciate it, and uh, I, I, I feel very fortunate that you asked me to be on the show. Oh, thank you so much. My guest next week is Dr. Janine Pelty, who is an adult indigo who has overcome all of the difficulties presented to the indigo children and is now a successful osteopathic physician using her insights to great effect. So any of our listeners who have children who are struggling in the current uh, school system in their lives because of their abilities, their sensitivities, their awarenesses beyond the normal realm. It's going to be a wonderful show for you to listen to how someone overcame all of that and is now using her gifts beyond this realm uh, in her work. I'm sorry to say that we've run out of time for today. I'd like to thank Bob Ayers for joining me and giving us such wonderful insights into what is happening in the world. I hope you've enjoyed the show, and I especially thank you for listening. This is your host, Peter Tung, wishing you a wonderful day. you found this week's show to be enlightening and inspiring please join host peter tong for another edition of awakening to conscious creation next wednesday at 3 p.m eastern time noon pacific time on seventh wave network
Thanks again for listening to the preceding program brought to you on the Seventh Wave Network. For more information about our network and to check out additional show hosts and topics of interest, please visit SeventhWaveNetwork.com. The Voice America Talk Radio Network is the worldwide leader in live Internet talk radio. Visit VoiceAmerica.com. The views and ideas expressed on the preceding program are strictly those of the hosts or guests and do not necessarily reflect the views and ideas held by Voice America Talk Radio Network, its staff, and management.